Bienvenidos and welcome back to Puro Pinche Gol, the place we discuss all things USMNT y la Selección Mexicana. My name is Adrian. I'm joined once again by my co-host and Pocayo, Adrian. Adrian, how are you doing, man? What's going on? What's up, dude? You know, I'm out here waiting very nervously, I guess, for the upcoming match between Mexico and the USMNT. And I'm glad to be here uh, with you to share our thoughts and expectations for the upcoming rosters. Yeah, man. I think it's more nervous if you're on the L3 side than the U.S. side. I think the U.S. Yeah. camp's probably more relaxed. Antonio Hudson's like, I don't have to win this match. While Coca's like, <laughs> shit, I better win this match. It's going to be interesting yeah. to see who they call up and you know how that friendly just turns out. Um, as you said, man, um, you know this episode, we're going to be kind of giving our predictions before the roster drops, I'm assuming later this week. Um, going to give our thoughts on who we think are going to be called up um, to both rosters um, for this April 19th uh, friendly. Yeah, that's going to be in Arizona. So um, we think it's going to be a mainly MLS side for the USA and a mainly Liga MX side for Mexico. And uh, we'll, we'll obviously get into that. But uh, Adrian, before we jump into it, man, where can our listeners find us? Sure. Um, if they want to see all beautiful faces, they can find us on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe, hit the like button, and turn on the notifications. Or if you're just okay listening to our pretty voices, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast on. Cool, man. Let's get right into it. Uh, let's start with uh, Mexico, because I think that's kind of the hotter topic right now. Um, USA came off of two pretty good performances in the Nations League. Mexico obviously still trying to find you know the rhythm with the Coca. I've only played two games with him, um, and those two games were more or less with the A slash B team. This one's probably going to be a B slash C team. So um, interested to see what what goes on here with this roster, man. Um, you know, this is a FIFA-friendly match, so can you tell our listeners what that means for the squad? For sure. So <clears throat> for those that aren't necessarily privy to all the intricacies of FIFA friendlies, uh, FIFA friendlies happen, you know, every now and then, and those FIFA friendlies uh, make clubs to uh, release their players to the national team so they can join them and play on these FIFA friendlies. The non-FIFA friendly games doesn't uh they don't require clubs to release players for these matches and uh all the non-fifa friendlies are of course not necessarily uh i guess certified or uh followed by fifa in any way so this specific case it's one of those non-fifa friendly matches that will not force any of the european teams to release their players so that's why you were alluding to the fact that this mainly will be a local uh, league call-up, right, between both teams. And, uh, you know, for La Lista de Convocados de la Coca Troca, uh, we don't expect to see any European player whatsoever. I don't think they're going to get released, especially because right now it's almost the end of the season. And some of them are either, you know, fighting to not get relegated, like the, the likes of uh, Johan Vasquez and Memo Ochoa. Um, and some others are fighting to, you know, win the championship like Irving Lozano. So with that being said, right, no European Legion this time for Mexico, which essentially opens the door for several players who got snubbed during the Nations League call-up uh, for the games in March. This is a great opportunity for the Ococa to continue, you know, 
getting to know the players, the, the pool of players that are out there in the Liga MX, especially since Mexico has, as we said plenty of times, Mexico has like 60% of their uh, roster uh, coming from Liga MX. So this is a great time right. for him to keep on exploring the, uh, his options. Um, and then I think also it's a good time for him to bring in, bring in either dual nationals or naturalizados. So he, you know, even furthers the depth of his, of his, uh, of his roster. Now, <clears throat> I'm not too sure if bringing naturalizados at this point in time, it's a good thing for Diego Coca, but we can probably discuss that further. Um, so shall we go down the list? Yeah, man. Um, you know, he, he, Diego Coca must be nervous as hell to, for this match, but, um, you know, he, he definitely has a decent, in Liga Mekis, decent players to call up on. So let's start with the goalkeepers, man. Um, I, I think we all expect Acevedo to be there. Um, but who do we, th- who do we think is going to be, uh, you know, his backup and the backup backup? Sure. So on during the Nations League games, we saw Tony Rodriguez featured on the list of three keepers, which was a kind of an odd uh, selection. But uh, rumor has it that Diego Coca wasn't convinced by Tony Rodriguez during the training session. So uh, it looks like all things point to Luis Angel Malagón from America to join the roster. And then I think we're going to see an old face in the likes of Rodolfo Cota, uh, just because he has been having a decent uh, tournament this, uh, this 2023. Actually, Leon is picking up the pace and becoming one of those interesting sites in, in Liga Mekis. Uh, so I think we're, it's, I think it will be, it's a no-brainer to see Rodolfo Cota. Although I think it will be great if we see either David Ochoa, who played for Real Salt Lake, but now is actually starting for San, Atletico San Luis, or Alex Padilla, who is, I think, the second keeper in Athletic de Bilbao. So um, I have high hopes to see David Ochoa or Alex Padilla, but I don't think that's going to be the case. I think Rodolfo Cota will be the third uh, string keeper in this specific situation. And Carlos Acevedo being the starter keeper, I think it's a no-brainer there. Alex Padilla, is he a, a dual national? He's from España, no? He's a dual national, dude, yeah. he. Uh, I'm not too sure which of his parents or where he got his Mexican side, um, but I know that he, he has been playing for all of the Spain youth national teams, and he was contacted by uh, Doña Fede, to explore the possibility of him joining uh, La Selección Mexicana. Um, of course, he has a big challenge. In, it's going to be a bigger challenge for him in Spain uh, than actually playing for Liga MX, for no, Liga MX, for uh, La Selección Mexicana. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, he's close to being considered to be the first string keeper for El Atlético de Bilbao. So, I mean, if anything, man, uh, he can actually be the heir of Ochoa's throne. I know we keep on saying Carlos Acevedo, but hey, I wouldn't sleep on a keeper who plays in and out in La Liga. Yeah, especially somebody that grew up in those um, like youth teams, right? That has that experience mm-hmm. of uh, playing out there exactly. from the very beginning. So yeah, um, that'd be interesting to see if he does get called up. That'd be a good one, um, especially if he's a um, backup keeper out there. Uh, he might actually, you know, they might actually let him uh, come out for this game, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. Um, Moving on to defenders, man. Who who do you got here um, as possible call-ups by Diego Coca? Yeah, so I think this is going to be an interesting call-up. I don't think he's going to be calling more than 
I think it will be it will be weird if we see he call him calling up three right backs and three left backs. I think it's most likely it's going to be two and two. But let's let's start with the right backs. I think he's definitely going to call back again. Kevin Alvarez has been playing great uh, in the, during the season in 2023. Mm -hmm. uh, I think this will be a good time for him to either call up Brian Garcia from Toluca, who has been a good revelation, uh, revelation, uh, revelation. Sorry for for this semester. And some pundits pundits are going around saying that he might he might like uh, or call up Jesus Garza from Tigres. When Diego Coca was coaching Tigres, he used Jesus Garza on, on all five games that he coached, and he was getting uh, very used to having Diego, uh, Jesus Garza, sorry, as a starting eleven player. So we might see Jesus Garza make his uh, selection sele selection mayor the debut. So those are the three right backs that I think. Neil Coca will call up. As far as left backs, I think no-brainer Jesus Gallardo, who's been in a stellar form this year. Um, I think this open, opens up the door for the likes of Omar Campos from Santos, who is a very interesting talent. And then I think this will be a good chance for Diego Coca to call up a dual national uh, in the like of Mauricio Isaiz. Isaiz, yes, Mauricio Isaiz from Pachuca. So... Again, he's been playing as a starting as a starting eleven player uh, for Pachuca during this semester, and I think it will be a, a good time for him to you know, you know to bring him to the to Selección Mexicana, show him you know the project, maybe not captain just yet, but just introduce him to hey, this is the team that you might be joining, and uh, if I'm the coach, and you keep on doing things right, you might you know be called up more often than usual. Right, um, and Mauricio Isaiz, he. Uh... For those of you who do not know, he's a dual national between the U.S. and Mexico. Um, still mm -hmm. has a chance to, you know, play for both nations. Though I think he is leading towards, or you know, Mexico has been kind of tracking him more so than the USA. Yeah, but hey, I wouldn't be surprised if Tanya pulls the rug under Tanya's <laughs> feet. <laughs> yeah, man. We we've seen Tonyo do miracles before. Uh huh. This true. This true. Um. Now, if we continue with the defenders list, now we're going to look into the uh, center backs. I think, as much as I as much as I dislike this, he's going to be keep on calling up uh, Hector Moreno from Monterrey. I think he should be calling up Victor Guzman from Monterrey. Victor Guzman has been, if not the top three revelation players for this yeah. semester, maybe the top one revelation player for this semester. He's been at stellar He's he's been having stellar performances with Monterrey. Great form so far. The one of the biggest prospects that Mexico has at playing as a center back. Uh, he's only 20 years old and has more than uh, 70 something games under his belt as a youngster in Liga Mekis. That says a lot. You don't see that many 20 year old players in Liga Mekis with that many games at that age. So, especially for I a club like Monterrey. Uh, exactly. Um, and so I think it's bound to happen that he calls him up. Uh, I think he's also going to call Chiquet Orozco from Chivas. He's going to call up Israel Reyes again from America. And I think he's also uh, going to bring someone he knows in the name of Jesus Angulo from Tigres. Even though Tigres has been, you know, I don't want to talk about this, but it's, they've been playing like crap <laughs> lately. Um, I think just Diego Coca feels very safe with uh, Jesus Angulo and knows that he can play as a left back and as a center back. So, I wouldn't be surprised if Angulo makes makes the list. Cool, man. Definitely a uh, solid 
defensive uh, lineup there with, I think, mm-hmm. the jugadores from Monterrey kind of being the anchors for that. Um, yeah. And you, you can't really blame them. Monterrey has been crazy this season. Um, midfielders, man, I know you have some uh, interesting choices here on your prediction, Dude. to say the least. Um, Dude. Get, get in it with uh, someone from the MLS. Who, who, who can we expect here? Listen, man, I know that this is going to be a very controversial um, call from PPG, um, but I think it's one that it's, it's bound to happen. I think we're going to see the likes of uh, Hector Herrera come back to the national team from Houston Dynamo. Uh, the reason why I think he's going to be calling up Hector Herrera is because he needs, he needs faces. And as much as we dislike Hector Herrera and how... How about of a, of a form he has had for the last year and a half? Um, he still sells tickets, right? He's still a huge uh, name with the Mexican fans here, as well as the Mexican-American fans here. So he's probably probably going to call him up more because of that specific name pool that he has rather than his actual form. Um, I'm totally against this, but hey, Leo Coca is playing... Uh, this is a this is a pretty much worthless game, but he's playing for everything, right? He needs to win, and so he's just gonna call him up. I guarantee you that. You know, to be fair to Ache Ache, you know, he's I think he has three goals, like three assists this season with Dynamo. All of them coming in the last like three or four games, so he's kind of picking up steam. <laughs> um, I know we kind of had said that we didn't want to see him in a Mexico jersey again after the the World Cup, and you, like you said, the previous mm-hmm. year and a half his performances. But um, he's been playing pretty decent, man. So uh, maybe he has one final uh, push in him. Let's see. I mean, the the only way that I see Hector working with Mexico is if we if he has, which I think the Ococa will also call up, will be Luis Chavez and Eric Sanchez from Pachuca, and just because that will provide Hector Herrera with enough coverage to just be the anchor of the midfield and have Luis Chavez and Eric Sanchez run around the midfield up and down as the box-to-box uh, midfielders and save his uh, save his butt from getting uh, roasted by the fast-paced USMNT. So uh, those are two other names that I think he was going to call up, Luis, San- Luis Chavez and Eric Sanchez. Yeah, I think those are pretty much guaranteed. Yeah, it should. Um, the, the other one that I think is going to be a, a guaranteed, uh, and just because he's also been in a good form, is Ponchito Gonzalez from Monterrey. Um, I think the Ococa likes him. I think even though he, even though Poncho Gonzalez didn't play on the Nations League games, I think the Ococa values him a lot, and he sees that he doesn't have that many Mexican players on that specific position with that uh, specific talent. So um i think he's going to keep on calling poncho gonzalez even even if he, even if he doesn't play it's just good to have him as as a backup um and the same note for luis romo i think luis romo is going to keep showing up as a regular uh call up for Diego coca or whoever joins Diego coca if he managed to lose this game on the next one um <laughs> and, <laughs> uh but yeah poncho gonzalez and luis romo from monterrey i think they're gonna show up in the list for sure yeah, um, no problems here. I think so too. Uh, two players that you know again, Monterrey has been killing it. So half yeah. of their squad's going to be on here. Um, I bet. I bet. I know you have before you continue that there's an interesting uh, addition here on the list. Uh, another mm-hmm. player from the MLS who hasn't really 
his club hasn't been good this season and he has, you know, he's been benched for the most part. You have uh, yeah. Efrain Alvarez here. What, what do you think Efrain Alvarez can can add to this team? Or is it just, uh, you know, we want to get you out of the LA Galaxy situation for a couple of days and, you know, have you train with these guys? What's the reasoning behind your prediction on this guy? I think, well, I know I, there's, I, I read around and I did some research and it looks like uh, Diego Coca and Doña Fede called them just, you know, to, just to check up on him, see how th- how he's doing. And I think Doña Fede really values Efrain Alvarez as a, as a talent that they can uh, go to whenever they need to. I know that LA Galaxy has been, has been playing like crap. And I don't think he, he's, he's featured that often on the, on the starting 11 anyways. Um, but, you know, Mexico doesn't have that many or that big of a roster in attacking midfielders. So, uh, I hate to say this, but I think they're just going to go back to, you know, the La Vieja Confiable. Yeah, you know, this guy showed up maybe twice or three times and he did decent. So why not call him up again? Right. They're going to be playing in the States anyway. So that also can probably add to the fact that we might have some people who go for LA Galaxy that also happen to be Mexican-American or Mexican. And, you know, oh, hey, I want to see the final Alvarez, I guess, even though I don't know if he has that much pool, but. I just think it's one of those things that, you know, let's see if we can get him out of a rut uh, yeah. that, he's go- that he's been going through. And, you know, worst case scenario, he attracts some MLS fans. And especially the game being in Phoenix. I mean, it's like five, six hours from L.A. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's probably going to be a lot of L.A., Mexico, Amer- like Mexican-American fans there. So, yeah, yeah, interesting pick there. Um, who else do you got here for the uh, midfielders? So I'm going to tell you three ones that I think are no-brainers, and then I want to end with one that I think it's a very interesting call-up by Diego, uh, Diego Coca, and it's also a dual national. So I think he's going to call up again Uriel Altuna, who's have, he's been playing decent as a right wing, um, and he is good to, you know, he can shift him back from right to left wing, so it's great. I think he's going to call Diego Lainez again, even though Diego Lainez has been playing like, dude, he is bad. He's just, you know, I don't know what's going on with that guy, but I really hope that Tigres doesn't buy him. Uh, I, I just really hope that after these freaking season-long, um, uh, season-long season loan, they just don't go for the freaking buy option because this guy, my guy, come on, man, he's at a disaster right now. But he's not a he's factor. He's probably gonna call him up. No, he's not a factor anymore. Um, and then of course, Piojo Alvarado, who is, it's all right, it's all right. I mean, I don't. I, I don't have a lot to say about Piojo Alvarado. I don't think people like him that much after the World Cup uh, showings that he had. But uh, he's been scoring and assisting, so sh- shit, why not, right? <laughs> um, and, the, <laughs> and the last midfielder that I want to bring up, it's one that I think it's Diego Coca going back to his Atlas roots, trying to call the people that he knows, uh, relying on people that he uh, that he understands how they play and that uh, they fit their his. Uh, play uh, his game style sorry so he's gonna be calling the cuban mexican national osiel herrera um osiel herrera it's a key player for atlas atlas plays way better when osiel herrera is on the field um diego coca used him a lot as a shield in the midfield so i wouldn't be surprised if he calls him up i don't think if cuba calls him up osiel herrera will show up so i think it's a good time for him good for him to you know bring him up into the La Selección Mexicana and see if he wants to commit. So I think that that's an interesting pick. I wouldn't be surprised if he calls him up, and I think it's a good ad. Yeah, and I mean, no-brainer, right? If you have Mexico or Cuba calling you up, it's 
you, you're going to go to Mexico 100% <laughs> of the time. Um, yeah, that'd be an interesting pick for sure, man. Especially, like you said, he has that history with him. So uh, he knows what he's going to get from him. Cool, man. Uh, as we wrap up the, uh, the lineup with probably the most interesting of always, you know, everybody's uh, eyes always go to the attackers um, on a roster drop. Who do you think he's calling up for this roster for this uh, Arizona match? Definitely, no doubt in my mind, Henry Martin, guys on fire, 12 goals right now in the current season, four assists, I think it's total of 22 in the last uh, uh, Año Futbolístico, so between you know August of last year to today, he has scored 22 goals and I think made like, what, nine assists? So my guy, he is on fire. He needs to be the starting uh, 11 striker, so... He should be in the list. Um, I think Alexis Vega should also make it to the list and just uh, he, uh, you know, you know, you know my take on Alexis Vega. What else do you want me to say? He's gonna call him up because he's a popular player. He just came back from a freaking injury. Yes, he scored a screamer against uh, uh, one of the most recent games. I think against America or I don't know who, but um, yeah, he's just gonna call him up because of that. I think he's gonna call up Rogelio Funes Mori. I think this will be a good time for him to bring Rogelio Funes Mori back into the into the mix, um, and just let him know, like, hey man, the chance is up is for you to take. If you want to take Raúl Jiménez's spot, it's all yours, but you gotta show yourself. And then lastly, this is something that we discussed in the previous episode. He should be bringing back, or he most likely will bring back Chicharito from LA Galaxy. Um, we know that Chicharito hasn't played just yet. Um, he was supposed to be fit for this last game with LA Galaxy. I'm not too sure if he played. I wasn't able to see that game and I haven't looked at the stats of that specific game, but I think they're going to call LA Galaxy and if he's fit to play, they're going to call him up. He has name recognition. He has that pool with the Mexican fan. Um, and I think most likely just he, he wants to bring him back in the mix so he acts as a, you know, motivational player, kind of like, uh, you know, they want to bring him in for that experience to foster an environment, to reconnect with the people, I guess. But other than that, he doesn't have that name, much to show up Like Ache Ache, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he played He played for 45 minutes uh, in uh, the match against uh, Dynamo this past weekend. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess he's fit to play, but... He sh- if he if he calls him up, he should not be the starting striker, man. I'll be so <laughs> pissed if he is. Yeah, no, I don't. The old Coca would have to be a lunatic to put him as a starting striker. <laughs> He's just coming back from injury, <laughs> hasn't played, and you have Martin just uh, killing it. So I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, cool, There's man. Still, you know, it's a high it's, it's a high risk, low reward for Diego Coca on this game. Um, I don't I don't think anything will come up. Oh, there's if he wins, nothing really happens. If he loses, he will his ass will be on fire. That seat's gonna get hotter and hotter. So oh, yeah, we'll see. For sure, man. Um, cool, man. Thanks for that. That's gonna be an interesting roster when we see it later this week. Um, moving on to the other side of the game, to Tonya Hudson's voice, uh, USMNT. Uh, Tony already said that uh, this is going to be an MLS-based squad. Um, he's eager to give the MLS players, you know, that weren't called up to the uh, Nations League matches mm-hmm. um, a chance to kind of prove themselves. Um, players that are kind of on the fringe between the BC team, kind of trying to make their way up into the, you know, the BA team. So, um, yeah, it's going to their chance to impress uh, uh, Tonyito here. 
Um, not a super <laughs> important match for him. Um, you know, he's an interim coach, obviously. He performed well the uh, the two matches before the Nations League. Um, so uh, the real important match will be that match, semifinal Nations League against uh, Mexico in Las Vegas later yeah. on in the summer. So, uh, like you said, for this match, uh, the Alcoca has all the pressure in the world compared to Tonya Hudson. Um, so, yeah, man, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see because a lot of, I feel a lot of the players that he calls up this uh, week are going to be similar to the ones that are, you know, the same ones that he called up more or less to the MLS uh, January 2023 uh, Camp Cupcake. Um, but I think, you know, those games against Colombia and Serbia where they, lost to Colombia and tied Serbia or vice versa. I can't recall. Um, they, that was right before the season started, the MLS season. So here, at least players already have like seven or eight games under the belt. And uh, it should be yeah. should be a competitive match this time around. Um, they should be better informed for sure. Yeah, at least compared to January. So let's get into it, man. Um, the, the three goalkeepers I'm thinking he's going to bring are going to be um, Sean Johnson with Toronto FC. Um, who in January mm-hmm. did not have a home. He was kind of without a team, and he ended up signing right before the season started with Toronto FC, has been their number one keeper, and performed decent, um, who I think is going to get their first cap and become probably be the starter, is uh, Roman Celentano, the FC Cincinnati um, nice. goalie. Man, what can be said about him and FC Cincinnati this year, the top of the table, the top of the Eastern Conference, playing great. He's keeping, like, I think out of the seven or eight games, he had, like, four or five clean sheets. Uh, so he's killing it. And um, definitely think he'll be he'll be there, probably the starter. And just the, you know, I couldn't really pinpoint who would be the third one. A long shot, wild guess, the Austin FC uh, goalkeeper, uh, Stuver, Brad Stuver. He's been pretty consistent with ATX these past, season and a half so um <laughs> i don't think he'll play but he'll probably just be the third one um that leads me to defenders here man um a lot of familiar faces i think walker zimmerman the one that went to the world cup and played a good amount of minutes in the world cup's gonna be called there mm-hmm. probably would be captaining um aaron long's probably gonna be called up as well uh miles robinson from atlanta united so i think maybe mm-hmm. the center backs will be walker zimmerman and miles robinson the two more most experienced ones. Um, you also have uh, Jalen Neal from LA Galaxy. We saw him in January. He performed decent. Um, so I think he'll probably get called up here again. And uh, Sean Nialis, the New York Red Bulls uh, center back. <clears throat> he has the most clearances uh, so far in the MLS, and he has the third most interceptions from a center back. So uh, he might get some minutes. And, uh, you know, moving on to fullbacks, um, I think uh, – Brooks Lennon, the right back for Atlanta United, will get called up. Uh, you know, that experience he has with Miles mm. Robinson could be pretty critical. And the fullbacks, yeah, I just think, you know, he's probably going to want to go and develop these guys that, you know, have some chemistry and that were kind of called in the January Camp Cupcake and kind of uh, continue that development. So I'm thinking it's going to be really similar there. Um, two, the two fullbacks for New England Revolution, Brandon By and... Um, Juan Jones, um, as well as Julian Gresso, who's probably going to be the starting right back uh, for the U.S. Uh, yeah. for, for this match. Julian Gresso has had a good run, a uh, good run of games actually recently. Unfortunately, they lost against LAFC three 0 uh, during the Concachafa games. But I, I saw him, I saw him play. Um, I think it was Portland Timbers 
this past weekend and he was on fire dude he was you know running that uh right flank up and yeah. down and i wonder is is he a dual net is he german and american i do not think that was the case um but something we could find out um no you're you, he did begin his career career in germany he was born in germany you're right man um gotcha. but since he's only been called up to the u.s um he didn't even play at the um lower levels for um germany so uh yeah i mean you know it says he became a uh, sorry go ahead no i was gonna say I mean, that's gonna be a tough one right he has a lot of competition in germany <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he became a U.S. citizen in uh, November of last year, so he's only been an American for like five months. But um, yeah, Damn. I mean, he's he's 29. There's no way he's gonna get into the uh, German team. Nah, anymore. hell no. But uh, yeah, like you said, he's been killing it, man. He he's really mm-hmm. quick down that flank, and uh, he's really good at uh, crossing the ball in and making plays. So uh, he he did really well in the January uh, Camp Cupcake. Matt, he was one of the I would say there wasn't many positives from those two games, uh, a draw and a loss, but uh, he was probably one of the positives. So um be nice mm-hmm. to see him back in. Um, moving to midfielders, man, a lot of uh, familiar faces. Yeah, Kellen Acosta from LAFC. He uh, was Greg's kind of um, engine. You know, when he would call in the MLS guy, somebody that just runs the uh, the midfield, think uh, Engolo Cante, but uh, just not at that level obviously um so uh he'll i think I mean, he'll he's definitely... one of the guys that got us not right yeah um, no he he went to the world cup no sorry for the nation's league games oh yeah 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 for that yeah yeah he did not get called up um i think aiden morris he was one that was called up from uh the january 2023 camp cupcake columbus crew player mm-hmm. he is the league leader in tackles one and he you know covers the pitch very well he had a good performance in that january 23 2023 camp so i think um no brainer and just to clarify to all our ppg listeners he is not related to uh, jordan morris so uh, <laughs> to clear up some confusion there yeah don't um, look like a fool out there yeah <laughs> I know I did. Um, <laughs> we got a, I think he's going to call up the FC Dallas player, Paxton Pomical. Sorry, mix that up. Uh, Pomical. Uh, he's another midfielder that's, you know, a quick guy, uh, has speed to him. He covers really well, um, goes forward really well, tracks back well. Um, and uh, Portland Timbers player, Eric Williamson, who has had a, a decent season so far. Even though Poland, Portland Timbers have kind of uh, left a lot to be desired Man, there, they've been slacking bad, dude. It's it's been painful to watch them. <laughs> um, <laughs> two surprise additions to the midfield. Who, man? If I get these two call up right, man, like I hope we reach like a thousand subscribers in the next video. You should uh, definitely buy a lot of ticket if you yeah. do that. Um, <laughs> I, you know, we saw Sonora get called up to the. Um, Nations League roster didn't play a single minute. Oddly, yeah, oddly, we questioned it at the time. We were wondering, mm-hmm. you know, what was going on through Antonio's uh, head. Why Sonora doesn't play for uh, Bravos? Um, hardly gets on the field. Um, but I'm predicting he'll be called up, and he might see some game time at this one. And his brother, uh, Joel Joel Sonora, will also who also plays for Bravos, um, will get called up as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's a bold prediction my guy that is man i had a i had to make a you know these videos 
wouldn't be fun if I didn't make a random crazy prediction there. <laughs> so I uh, had to just throw one, like a, close my eyes and just throw a dart. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think at least one of them will call, be get called up. I know uh, Joel Sonora has been playing more than Alan recently. So um be interesting to see, you know, if they both get called up or one. So we'll see, man. And I'll have that lot on uh, ticket ready in case they do, you know, both get called up. Please do. Hell yeah, man. Please um, make sure you put it on their PPG's game name, though. Yeah, I'm, uh, if, we, if, if I win, I'll uh, use it as a uh, tax write-off business expense. Um, <laughs> nice. But um, forwards, man, I think this one's more easy to predict. The one that definitely going to be on there, Jordan Morris. Uh, Seattle Sounders, he's currently on fire, man, scoring nonstop. Yeah. He's a league leader, eight goals. Um and he, the second uh, person in you know behind him, I think has six or five. So uh, he's just been like on fire. He's ever since he uh, the season started. So he's a no brainer. He'll probably be the starting forward. Um, Alejandro Sendejas uh, from Club America. I think he's gonna get called up. Um, and he had a really start. good game this this last weekend, man. Yeah, I was gonna say he'll start. Um, mm -hmm. He's probably one of the stronger uh, players in this roster. Um, so it's definitely, it's going to be interesting for sure. He'll probably get booed there in Arizona. Now that I think about it with all 90% yeah. Mexican fans and, uh, playing against <laughs> Mexico. Um, mm -hmm. another one that we want to, I know both of us are eager to see Brandon Vasquez, um, FC Cincinnati, hey boy, Hulk. Um, it'll be, yeah. it'll be interesting to see him back in the squad. Um, and you know, there's, there's rumors going on that he'll be moving to Europe after the season. So, um, or, you know, in the summer, so. Yeah, I mean, hell yeah! He gets time, maybe scores a goal or two. Man, the stock will just continue to rise. Um, one that I'm just like, maybe will get called up. He has, he's on pace to match his seasons before. He has like three or four goals this season so far. Jesus Ferreira from FC Dallas. Um, if he gets called up, I think he's fallen down in the pecking order at, like crazy. Probably the one that's fallen the most since the World Cup. You know, we, we question yeah. why he got taken to the World Cup. He had crappy performances in the World Cup. And now the likes of uh, Jordan Morris coming back on fire, uh, Brandon Vasquez getting into the fold, um, a potential uh, Ricardo Pepe doing amazing. It just, uh, he just fall into like fifth or sixth at this point, right? So, um, definitely. He might get called up, but uh, I don't expect him to play much, if at all. Um, Cade Cal on the wing, El Caballo Cal. Uh, from San Jose Earthquakes, probably the best performer in the January 2023 camp. Um, so I think mm -hmm. he's definitely earned himself a spot in this list. And uh, the last name on my list here is Old Faithful, uh, FC Dallas, Paul Arriola. Um, he was the one that got stubbed in the World Cup, and uh, he was one of Triple G's, you know, go-to guys. Um, so I think, uh, you know, Tonyo being Triple G's assistant for a while, uh, he'll he'll call up you know, getting a Costa, Paola, Riola, and then the like. Um, but yeah, man, that's kind of my prediction of the 24 players that he'll call up. Um, again, if I get those Sonora picks, man, that'd be crazy. But um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting match, man. Um, I know we're going to have before the game our, you know, preview of the match where we'll give our prediction. Mm -hmm. But um, let's give a preview to the preview. Uh no scores yet, but who do you think takes this game? Uh, there, there, there cannot be a tie, right? Because it's just like a like a, some sort of like cup game or whatever. 
that's right. It's like the North American classic or some book. Like, yeah, something like mm-hmm. that, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I, I think <laughs> I, I think just because of the amount of pressure, um, I think the USMNT will take it. Really? I thought you were going to say yeah, just because of the I amount of pressure, so. I think the Alcoca and Mexico take it. That's what I thought you were saying. No, I think, they, I think they're going to crumble. I think it's going to be the opposite. I think um, Toño is going to try out a lot of a new formation, try out a lot of new guys and positions that he hasn't tried out before. And it being just a crazy amount of pressure, Coca is going to somehow pull it off, maybe win 2-1, 2-0. I mean, it's going to be in Phoenix. I mean, it's going to be 90% Mexican fans. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens, man. It'll be good we'll see. Sure. We'll see, my guy. Yeah, man. Uh, Adriana, as we wrap up here, bro, um, want to remind our listeners where they can find us. They can find us on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe, hit the like button, and turn on the notifications. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast on. Lastly, but not least, you can find us at Puro Pinchegol on Instagram and Twitter. We finna post some stuff every now and then. Yeah, please be sure to follow us on your preferred platform of choice and make sure to leave some comments down below of who you guys you know think will be called up. Are we crazy with some of our picks? And who are some of y'all's crazy picks that you guys think will be called up for this match? And you know score predictions. So we love to read y'all's comments. We get a, a laugh out of some of y'all's comments. Um, so, uh, yeah, if y'all, y'all want to keep making us laugh down there, guys, uh, we read them all. So, um, Adrian. Pleasure being here with you, man. Um, Talk to you in the next one, brother. Take it easy, my friend. See you, man.